0: Disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or opinions or any entities they represent. This podcast is about dating experiences. It is not to say one dating app is better or worse than another. Setting the record straight on dating apps. Everyday people telling everyday stories of the swipe right world with your host, Chaos. Well, I know he had a good time. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and of course, good night. Nighty night, sleep tight, don't let the bed bugs bite. Welcome to the Swipe Wrong Podcast. I am Chaos. I'm the guy that gets to take you through some of the stories and some of the events and just... The Swipe Right World. We are the number one podcast among strip clubs that serve crab cakes as a buffet for lunch. Just bad optics there, guys. Just bad, bad optics. How's everybody doing? We're still we're still in the upside down. Uh, We are just about out of the upside down. We have full uh, new episodes coming up here shortly within the next week or two. Uh, I believe actually next week, but uh, maybe the next two weeks that we'll have it season our season three will start and i know i've said it before it is going to be the best one yet uh and that's not like hey we need a marketing campaign no no that is legit the stories are week to week the best ones that we've had week to week so far even though we've had some amazing weeks thank you everybody for who's tuned in who shared it who's rated liked uh you know followed uh, put the word out there for everybody that hey this podcast is something that you should take a listen to because uh, it does seem to be growing. Uh, and let's do the housekeeping, shall we? So uh, how do you get a hold of us? Uh, you find me on the street, usually panhandling, something along those lines. But in case you don't see me there, you can email us at swipewrongpod at gmail.com. You can give us a call 317-426-6616. Uh, check out the website if you like, uh, www.swiperongpod.com. Uh, there is multiple, multiple ways, uh, you know, get in touch with us. Actually, the, the most common seems to be through uh, Messenger on Facebook. So, feel free, which, by the way, leads us to story time. Story time with me, real quick, before I get into the actual episode. So, coming into Season 3, there's going to be an episode where we talk to somebody and it's it's uh, a very insane story, in my opinion. And like, I, when people ask, hey, what what episode should I listen to? Uh, You know, which one would you recommend to to get initiated into the podcast? I always say Season 1, Episode 3, Gone Catfishing, because I think that is, all in all, just the most bizarre story that we have, uh, especially since it spans over so much time. Uh, There's quite a few uh, crazy stories and interesting ones and just lessons that people learned along the way, but that's the one. This next one in Season 3... I think might actually top that. So, I was talking to a gentleman. He gave his story and uh, about three or four days later, one of the chat forums that uh, we pop into to keep, you know, I guess, our eye on what's going on in the dating world. Someone had posted, a girl had posted something, uh, screenshots of a conversation she had had with somebody. Now, keep in mind, like, after somebody's been on the show i usually keep in contact with them and we become friends and it's just you know organically how it happens well the one of the people who have been on the show is like i helped me set up the interview uh for this gentleman's story she's like i think it's him i think this girl is talking about him and i'm like whoa that's crazy And so we kind of looked at it and and at one point, you know, there was his name and we're like, "Ah, I think so, too. And like I fully get there's three sides to every story. I understand like some the way one person sees it is not always the way that the other person is going to see it. And the truth somewhere lies in the middle. And uh, so uh, what I did is is I I saw this person's name in the chat and I just instant messaged them. And this was on Facebook, one of the forums there. And I said, hey, because uh, the, the feeling I got is they were relatively new to the dating uh, community and the dating uh, online dating world. So I was like, hey, just, just so you know, there's uh, these other websites you can go to where you can reach out and you can say, hey, I ran into this situation. Has anybody else, do they know this person? Do they know who they are? Can I get any background? Do you have any insights into it? So I pretty much left that and just, you know, hey, don't mean to bug you in the nicest way, well, a couple of weeks later, I would say probably about 10 days to two weeks later, I double check that message just to see if it had been read. And since we weren't friends on Facebook, you don't really know. And I'm like, ah, I wonder if she saw it. And, you know, I'm like, well, I'll send a voice message. You know, maybe the voice messages will come through and, and and she'll see that. And, you know, so same thing, left a voice message saying, hey, there's these other communities, by all means, take a look at them. And I got within no more than 35 seconds, hey, why in the fuck are you messaging me? I didn't give you permission. Leave me the hell alone. I can't believe you'd reach out to me. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, I like it was, there was nothing. There was just like, hey, just, you know, since you kind of knew, look out for these things. And, and it kind of dawned on me as it has, I guess, as we've gone through this swipe wrong pod journey is, you know, and sometimes... People just they like the ones who are sharing sometimes see it a little bit differently and you know who knows her inbox could have been flooded with a hundred DMs of guys just saying, How you doing, or sending the pictures they shouldn't send. So her her guard is definitely up, but that's kind of what starts to happen. It's not going to stop me from reaching out to people and trying to help. That's, you know, I feel like I have a unique insight because of the people I get to talk to. And and that's what we're here for. We can help. You know, Jay and I, we just want to help. Like, it is hard to navigate. There's a lot going on in all of this. So, for that, that is why we have this episode. Between Season 1 and Season 2, we did Swipe Awareness. Season 2 to Season 3 in the Upside Down, as I like to call it. We're going to do another Swipe Awareness, and that's what this episode is. And I'm sure between Season 3 and Season 4, we're going to do Swipe Awareness because that's what we're trying to bring to help out. So as I go through it, and if you guys did listen to the first uh, version of this, there might be a couple of things that I touch on that I did not there, and there might be a couple other things So we too, Look, there is a lot of good about the online dating community. I definitely don't want to make it sound like all is bad Uh, you know, it is survival of the fittest. It is a purge. Be careful. You know, there's just things to look out for. But think about this, especially since COVID, so many people want to stay inside and don't want to go out as much as they used to. Some people don't, you know, some people were kind of shut in before, but after COVID, they're even a little bit, you know, more of, hey, it's crazy out there. I don't want to go out there. I really just want to chill and uh, watch TV all day, have my groceries delivered, and I just want to stay inside as much as possible. How do I meet people? I still want somebody to be with. How do I find that person? In the community that uh, are on the apps, there is so many more access to potential partners that you can have. I mean, it is it is limitless. Uh, it is super convenient. I mean, like you literally, it's turned itself into a video game. I mean, We talked about on an episode where I, I believe it was the Polygamist uh, episode where we talked about... It's like you swipe and you're, you're trying to level up and, and increase your highest score and go out there and it turns itself into a video game. People, it's a distraction. Instead of, you know, it's, it's the new version of scrolling for a lot of people. Uh, and the stigma is gone. It, 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 like five to ten years ago, it was, oh my God, I can't believe you're online. Oh my gosh, don't you know there's crazies out there? Well, yeah, there's still crazies out there, but there's so much more social acceptance to it. These are just getting bigger and bigger and more and more sites and more and more places to meet people. So it's really turned into something of uh, like you can find more. You can go out and and be around more people. uh, And the stigma is down. And the way like blind dates, they're kind of gone, aren't they? Like, yeah, you don't entirely know what you're walking into uh, in some cases, but you're talking to somebody for so long. You can be talking to them for a week before you actually meet in person. You can be talking to them overnight where you've exchanged 30 messages and you feel like you know them way better than, hey, I have a friend that's single too. Why don't you guys you know, hang out and see if you click? I mean, that's... Uh, you know, that was the way that it once was and still is sometimes, but at least now you have. So there's a lot of good. You, there's a lot of good. And then there's a lot of the bad and like the thing you got to you know, like the the number one thing that uh, I, I probably don't I try to get across, but I probably don't get across as much as I should is just male or female or non-binary or however you identify, protect yourself. Just protect yourself. That's the number one thing. If you can protect yourself, then things are going to be OK, you know, and, and even though you go through the, the extensive lengths to protect yourself, it's still, you know, sometimes it's not enough. You know, sometimes it's just sometimes shit happens. You know, I, I, I've shared the story on the time uh, years ago when I woke up in the middle of the night and somebody was going through my drawers, you know, and I was like, what the fuck? You're not looking for a T-shirt. I can guarantee you that. So that these things are just going to happen. Uh, and I know I, I go towards the women much more than I do the women, the men, but that's the case. Like you are the ones who I feel like need to protect yourselves more because the crazy it is there with women, but it's definitely there with men too. So background checks, male or female do background checks, you know, whoever it is, just do background checks. And again, Background checks, unfortunately, they don't say, hey, this is a level five clinger. This is batshit crazy. It doesn't tell you that, but it does give you more information like, hey, this person's still married. You might want to stay away from this person for a little while. You might want to chill out. All in all, it's just more information for you to have to make a decision on whether or not this is somebody you want to invest time in. That's all. That's all it comes back to. So definitely do those. The other thing that we always... Stress, or I should say, maybe we don't stress enough, is don't meet somebody or have somebody meet you at your house the first night. Don't. Females, especially, but males, same thing. Like the cool thing is if you guys go out and you vibe and everything is going good and you're like, damn, I really, really want to hook up. I know it sounds bad, but I would much rather see people go get a motel room and hook up there then say hey let's go back to my house. Now chances are things are not going to go bad, but it's still a version of protecting yourself, especially on the first night. And then whenever you decide that hey it's time, it's cool, we can go ahead and uh they can know where I live cuz you know by let's just say date 3, you've already exchanged probably hundreds of text messages, you feel good about things. You facebook stalk them i'm sure and have a much better idea of who they are on the first night and, you know like the conversations that i think are interesting that people have the first night on a date and how they play out, I think are are the most telling and the most interesting. You can text with somebody, and we've heard this a few times, you guys have heard it on the show, where they're like, oh my gosh, this person was so witty, they were so funny, that you know, they made me laugh and text. And then when I got and sat across the table from them, whether it be drinks or dinner or coffee or whatever, they weren't the same. Well, what we figured out is, you know, when people have time to put a text message together. And write something, they can be a lot wittier than when they're face to face and come back right away. So you don't know, like the vibe still can be different in the text than it can be in the actual conversation. Or it can be even better. But like that part still kind of surprised me. So things to watch out for catfishing. Catfishing, when people hear it, I think they get the stigma of like, okay, somebody's setting up to get money from me. Not necessarily. Sometimes it's just attention. Like there is truly times when. Uh, catfishing is just as simple as somebody's putting out a picture that is not them, that is false, that they uh, want to get people to come out and be attracted to them and to see them and to say things and, and create, you know, energy around them. So, and that's not them. There's a little bit of deceit. That's as simple as catfishing. It doesn't have to be, hey, I need money or, hey, you know, it it, it doesn't have to be that at all. So, uh, I mean, how many times have we heard, like, like guys will complain about filters. Uh, that's their number one thing. Oh, there's filters, and then we got there, it looked entirely different. Well, guys use filters now, too. That's the interesting thing. Uh, so, it goes both ways, you know, and, and guys will say that they're 6'2", and show up and be 5'5", and, you know, so that there's always some sort of, well, not always, there is a lot of falsification. So, catfishing even though it's not as sinister as as uh, some people make it out to be, uh, that it's still out there. There's, there's something that goes along with uh, just wanting attention. I mean, like I said, season one, episode three, Gone Catfishing, the epitome of that, the epitome, and just how it kind of spanned over so much time. The other thing that people need to be careful of is... There is a bit of addiction to the apps. Like people can be addicted. They can feel like a video game where, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna be on this all day. Cause, and, and like I want the attention of somebody else. I want some, like it, it is pretty common for people to say, hey, like I, the good morning text from 50 different people feels good. I feel wanted. It's different than waking up alone every day and, and rolling over to the cat or something. You know, it's it's the the. Like it it can mess with your mental health. And, and then sometimes it can be a big letdown where the good mornings don't always equate to the good nights or good afternoons or good nights, as I as I like to open the show with. Uh, and it, it it can mess with like, hey, this person, I thought they wanted me. I felt good. And all of a sudden it turned out that all they wanted was sex or they were married or, you know, marriage is an interesting thing that when people are on the apps uh, both male and female, I think it's I think it's uh, you know forty five percent or so of of the profiles of men are married and twenty five percent are women uh, somewhere along those lines. Uh, I might be misquoting the stat on the study, but like what I've found through talking to people with women, a lot of times it's an emotional connection. And the men are just trying to go out and, you know, slay the world with sex, you know. And, and they may, you know, a lot of them want emotional connection, too, because they're missing something at home. And this is their new Ashley Madison. Uh, so, you miss out on authenticity, which is another issue that's out there. Like, they, the people, uh, like, the best line I think I've heard in the two seasons of doing this is... um uh Somebody, I asked somebody, you know, when guys ask, what are you looking for? And her response was, my integrity. I think that's the best answer to give. And it's from one of the best guests we've had, you know, date like a dude. And her reason was so perfect for it. It was that way nobody can kind of be, a, like, like, people can be a chameleon. Like, if you say you want a relationship, then they could love bomb you into a relationship. If you say you're just looking for fun and friends with benefits, then they may adapt to that. But if you say you're looking for something like just, just keeping your integrity, then they're not going to be sure what to do. And you'll find their most authentic person, I think, from them. I think that's a great answer and a great path to go down. Now, some of the stuff that I've seen or read about recently that made me go, holy shit. Uh, and this is not that. So this is the part where I think if you're going to sit back and be like, okay, he's just trying to scare me. I promise I'm not. It's just stuff that surprised me. And in case it hasn't been on some of your radars that I just want to put it out on your radars. That's all. I think the, the biggest thing or one of the biggest things is I read something about uh, a couple that was out having drinks at a bar and they were out there having a good time, living their best life. And it was a couple. It wasn't like it was a date. They had been out for a little while. uh, And when they were were out there having drinks about halfway through the night, uh, the woman's like, hey, I don't feel so good saying this to the guy. And she was starting to feel like she was coming down with something. Well, figured out later on that she got roofied and it wasn't by him you know he was her true boyfriend he wasn't somebody who was just doing it to try to seduce her or anything like that he did not do that and they were trying to figure out what happened And, and they couldn't figure out if it was like some sort of roulette that somebody was playing around the bar to hey let me just roofie a handful of drinks and see where it ends up what they ended up finding out is it was the bartender that ended up putting roofie in the drink and like you sit back and you're like what was even the point of that like did they fuck up and he meant to get somebody else i mean why get the woman who was with the guy and it kind of like my cautionary flag went up to him just like what is even the point and if they're doing that with a woman who was with somebody who was already looking out for her you know, what else is going on? So, just, you know, not that you're not already careful, but that one, I, I didn't see that one coming. Like, other guys, other random people, but a bartender? I was like, Jesus. And now the one that I was just like, damn, like, I uh read an article or a video was sent to me, I forget which one, about guys who were going out on dates with women and uh dropping air tags or something similar to that effect in their purses so they can find out where they live I was like are you shitting me so in the era of protecting yourself and looking out for each other and just having to worry about everything that one that one was a little bit like okay you know level up bitch is what uh what I felt like that version of crazy was so not like you should take a lot of stuff out there with you you know uh ID, credit card, some cash. Maybe that's about it. Um and then if a woman has if if women if you guys have your favorite lipstick and you feel like you you need it or whatever it is that you feel like something small, something compact, by all means, fit it in your jeans, good to go. The less you take out with you the better. That part I was just like, "Ah, man, why?" I mean like, you know, just I mean, I guess I understand why, but that one just seems flat. Sinister Uh, That's the only word I could come up with when I heard that one. So I know, I know you're going, Jesus, I don't even want to date. Like, I feel like sometimes like married people who listen to this show are sitting there going, I don't give a shit what's going on in my marriage. I am not going out into the dating world. But really, it is great. It can be great. There is so many great people that you can get to know and people that you can meet and experiences that you can have as long as you just do the things that you're supposed to do to take care of yourself and try to be ahead of the curve that's all that's all so i feel like with this show this is part of our responsibility that we should have is just hey here's the great here's the bad here's the awareness piece that you guys should have and then go out there and live your best life because as i say the pursuit of happiness is a motherfucker sometimes so that's it. That's, I'm going to end it at that one. I'm sure hearing me talk for 20 minutes or whatever it is is long enough. Uh, so we'll get to the stories next week. In the meantime, look, just take care of each other and be safe. <laughs> Thank you for being along for the ride of the Swipe Wrong Podcast, where we take everyday people like you and me telling their everyday stories of their swipe right life. The show is produced by Jay Pelham. He is the host of Pelham Place. If you want to reach out to the show and tell us your story, we'd love to hear it. Give us a call. Google Voice us at 317-426-6616. Leave your information and we'll get back to you or just your story. You can also email us at swiperongpod at gmail.com. We are on Insta. Facebook, TikTok, we're out there. I am Chaos, the host of Chaotic Commentary. You can find me pretty much anywhere that you see me. And next week, the saga continues. Swipe wrong. Swipe Swipe. wrong.